All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy. 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 Welcome to episode 327. Wait, that sounds like a car. A car engine. A 327 Shelby, wasn't it? Ooh, yeah. Well, whatever. A three Episode 327 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. We are not a car. Um... <laughs> 327, 328, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mom. Very good. <laughs> I am, I don't know who I am. It feels like I've, I've done so many shows this week. Yeah, I'm Julian. I'm your host. Today I'm joined by Lonnie and Ken. This is a completely ad hoc Kiss FAQ podcast. It was not planned and that will become very apparent very quickly. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, at least one of us has a beer, I hope. I do. Lucky you. All right. So today we're not going to really do much about anything. We're going to go into board topics because it's Friday and the fan just hit the poop. Um, yeah, uh, we may get to that one. I'm not sure. We'll have to see what people feel like talking about. And talking about delays, the uh, Kiss Alive has been slightly delayed shipping-wise. I got a notification from Kiss Online today that it was going to be shipping on... October the twenty second, so just a minor. Well, that's 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 what they originally said. So I don't I don't know why it says it's delayed when it's that was the original date I think that I had in an older email. Um, so it seems to me it's on time or on schedule, but whatever. We'll see what happens next week. I don't I don't actually even read the emails. I just you know like scan them quickly and then miss mm-hmm. all the important information and then wonder why I have no idea where my stuff is and then something arrives and I'm like ooh I don't remember ordering that random stuff yeah. yeah all right so that's one thing that's been delayed today um, <laughs> let freedom rock why don't we start with uh, wishing everyone traveling to Nashville this weekend. Um, I hope that you all have a good weekend and don't catch COVID. Um, that Vinny has a great event and that you are fully entertained and that one of you manages to sneak a camera. <laughs> really? A secret video camera. Yes, yeah. and it doesn't get confiscated as you're dragged out the door mm-hmm. and chucked out onto the street in front of traffic. Uh, what are your thoughts and expectations? I think he said, Vinny has said, at least uh, indirectly through the secret websites that I'm not mm-hmm. a member of, that this was going to be filmed for a DVD. Um, mm-hmm. Should we put any bets on how expensive that DVD is going to be and how it will only be available to people in a special group? Or is there anything that you would like to see Vinny do on a DVD in 2020, Lonnie? I'd like to see him shred. I want to see him shred. That we, We've heard that he can. I have not seen it, or nor have I really heard it. We've, we've said people have been at these private events that say, oh, no, he can still play. I'm like, okay, well. Let me hear it. I was in, I was in Atlanta. I saw I didn't see a whole lot of shredding in Atlanta. So I'd like to I'd like to really hear him play for the first time in quite some time. Um, do I think a DVD is going? I I don't see a DVD of this coming out. I mean, let's be realistic. But is I mean I I just don't. Is it going to be filmed? I, I I guess it could be filmed. I don't see a DVD release. And if it is released, if it is released on DVD, it'll probably be 
through the website that you have to pay a membership for, and it'll still be ungodly on top of that. So it's not going to be in my collection, I guess. So, I mean, again, and, and I've said it on the show before, I wish the guy nothing but the best. You know, I know he has his, I know he's had his share of letting people down. I know that he has, has his own demons, but I'm not here to pull anyone down. You know, I, I always wish for the best of people no matter, no matter what. So I, I hope the event goes smoothly. I hope he films it. I hope he puts it out on DVD. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, because 23 years later, people are not still mad at Vinny for taking payment for a product and not delivering it, are they? Well, no. And, well, Julian, we were told in Atlanta that that box set was going to come out that year in 18. And, and you were going to get two copies. That's true. And I was yeah, going to get two gonna copies. Get two, you're going to get two empty boxes. I don't even have the box. <laughs> Along with a Ginsu knife and a Shred-O-Matic. Yeah. Now, how much would you pay? say, for a Vinnie Vincent video, if it was guaranteed to include shredding, and I'm not even going to define how long, but if there was video proof on that DVD, and it wasn't just the salad being served, um, how, much, how much would you pay for a video? Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um, I would pay maybe, you know, 30 bucks. And, but, you know... I wouldn't just want shredding. Um, for these people who are going to see the show, uh, I'd hope to get some kind of word of mouth on what happened. Uh, and enough maybe that happened that uh, got me excited about buying the DVD, maybe. Um, so that's what I would look for. Um, that's the only reason I would. And then i say, okay, yeah, he, he did maybe shredded. He did some songs and stories kind of thing. That's what I'd like to see. Um, on it, uh, yeah, definitely electric guitar. I don't want just acoustic guitar. He can do both. I, I, I want more, you know, electric, um, and, you know, some singing, you know, too. Um, but yeah, if, like Lonnie said, shred, uh, at least do a little bit of that. Um, it'd be nice to see, see if he still has his chops. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just saying 30 bucks for like a 90 minutes, you know, 60 to 90 minutes video or something yeah it sounds ballpark for me and you know i just joke about the salad because i find that absolutely hilarious i was actually reading on another website today that snoop dogg has a cookbook or had a cookbook called from crook to cook <laughs> and, and of course people were kind of laughing about the uh the catering at the previous events and you know to be perfectly honest come on that's cool he took care of people you know, provided food at the events and, and all that. So I'm not mm-hmm. complete. I'm not mocking it. It is just a, you know, kind of funny soundbite to throw in there. Yeah, 30 bucks. I mean, if he was standing up on there with a drum machine, his effects pedals, and just going Metal Tech for 60 to 90. Um, well, actually, Metal Tech was, what, 60 minutes, you know? So around that length would be kind of fun. Or if he was breaking down his solos, you know, not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, sure. playing them all the way full. And we've talked about it before, and I just like, I do like the songs and stories. I do like to hear, here is how I constructed yeah. my solo, 
you know, uh, or, you know, here's the solo off a song on All Systems Go that, you know, was edited down by those evil label suits and, <laughs> and all that. That would be fun. It doesn't have to be full song performances, you know, with, with singing, but, you know, bits and pieces. It could be very schizophrenic and all over the place. Mm -hmm. Go from blues jam, switch, you know, press a button on a pedal and go to something else, you know, whatever, wherever, the, wherever it kind of takes him. Like him to have some notes there, some things to cover, but just for yeah. kind of the music and the guitar and the the flow to take him on a little guitar journey. And I I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit like Speedball Jam, you know, which is, uh, is a lot of unstructured cacophony in some ways. But there are still techniques that can be seen. I like to see his picking style. But, you know, I, I just don't see them having a, a full pro uh, film crew in there, you know, to capture it on kind of the level, you know. Mm. Lonnie, 30 bucks? 30 bucks, 30, 40 bucks tops. You know, I, I can't justify paying more than that. I mean, it's, you know, I, I would like to hear the songs and stories. I think I think that's a great idea. Like He did a little bit of that in Atlanta when he was talking about how he went over to Gene's mm -hmm. house and how they wrote I Love It Loud. You know, I thought that was great. That's, a, you know, like, yeah. this is this is what I'm here for. You know, this is why I came down here. It's exactly for this. So I I love something like that. You know, talk about how I wrote songs off the Invasion albums. Talk about how I wrote songs off Creatures, off of Lick It Up, off of Revenge. You know, talk about those times. I think people would eat that up. So, you know, again, I wish them nothing but the best. I hope it happens. I hope that everybody stays safe. I hope that Vinny is great. I hope you get your money's worth. I really do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no disagreement there. I still wonder why he doesn't do something like a Patreon. That, oh, that, yeah. That people subscribe mm. and his pay. His minions would eat it up. And even some of his not-so-minion minions. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'd throw bucks in. You know, he said, you know, need to raise such and such, and I'll put up a video of me talking about Unholy, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because then he's been okay. paid for his effort. And you're part of something exclusive, um, mm -hmm. you know, though he has to accept that the moment he puts anything up and out, some twit on YouTube is going to lift the video and, and put it on there. So get paid up front and, you know, then just wash your hands of it, you know, emotionally detach yourself from it because your membership has paid for it. But just know that some of those members are utter swine who will, you know, do that sort of thing. Just accept it. Welcome to 2020. So yeah. I, that that would be cool. I, I prefer that idea to say I'm going to film this event in Nashville. Uh, but I can't wait to hear about it and compare it with the previous ones. I was on the fence again about going because I do have airline credit from the council cruise. And, you know, mm -hmm. Nashville at this time of year, I would hope, is not as hot as August <laughs> is. But then again, San Francisco is hot enough today. All right, let's move into another topic, perhaps. And Ken, what have you found? Well, about uh, which song here, which song does not belong on Creatures of the Night? So, I uh, it's a, it was a poll. Um, uh, I guess you know, pick a song that you don't think really fits or belongs you know with the others on the album and i guess uh, secondary uh you know what if you pulled that song what would you replace it with well what's the so, answer 
Well, uh, okay, I'll start. Uh, <laughs> um, I would, I mean, to me, it was always uh, "I Still Love You," uh, though it's a, you know it's a good song. It was a, it was kind of it fit in a way to be a, a nice change of pace, I guess. Uh, on the album, a little you know slow down, um, but uh, it's not. It's not one of my favorite songs. I mean, I like it, but it's not one of my favorite. So, I think I would have dropped off of that, dropped that off, and I would have put "It's My Life" on there instead, in its place. Maybe a different song order. You know, that may adjust the you know flow of the album a little bit. But uh, I, I would put "It's My Life." They should have done that. They really should have done it. And they didn't need a, you know. I guess that's how you call that a power ballad um, on the album. They could have just rocked the whole way through. Lonnie. 100%. Um, that I Still Love You is the one song that doesn't really belong on there. It's, I I ran to. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say that said. <laughs> what? Did I say I still. Someone doesn't I... agree. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I, but I Still Love You does not agree doesn't really belong on there. I ran to creatures the other day, you know, and I knew that that song was coming. I'm like, Oh, it's going to suck when I got to run the six minutes of, I still love you. <laughs> but, but and it, it just doesn't fit on there. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you that it's my life, you know, would, would fit perfectly on creatures. And if not, you know, not for the innocent with, with the exchanging yeah. vocals of, of Gene and Paul would have fit in well. Mm-hmm. Um, too so you know and then put it to my life on look it up so i think it's a shame that it's my life wasn't on a kiss record in the early 80s i really agree with you on that ken so i would drop i still love you and put on either it's my life or not for the innocence my answer julian let's hear how ken and i are both wrong well you're not because you're absolutely <laughs> right about it. it's my life oh. that 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 i agree with i but i still love you i think was just ahead of its time and I mm. would I would have gotten rid of Keep Me Coming, which I find one of the weakest yeah. tracks on the album. I, I would not get rid of the ballad because it, it does have a change of tempo and mood on the album, which as a heavy album, it's like you're, you're being throttled with metallic assault, song after song after song, and then you all of a sudden have a power ballad. So I find it a nice contrast. Uh, but Is My Life would be a great addition. But I also think a couple of the songs from Killers, which wasn't released in the United States, mm. uh, would have made sense to include. And I, I kind of debate Nowhere to Run, because mm-hmm. then you'd have two kind of power ballads on the album. But I think Paul Stanley would approve of having two power ballads and really good ones on the same album. Um Especially yeah. if you knew in hindsight that it wasn't going to sell anyway. Uh, I don't consider Nowhere to Run a, I mean, a power ballad. I know it has its acoustic part, but I, I never considered that a power ballad. It's just the way I feel about that song. What would you, anyway. what, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I, I just can't think of another way to describe it um, as a song because it's not, you know, your usual sort of dyna- dynamic rock song. Um, it doesn't seem to do it, do it justice. And maybe they would have recorded it differently, uh, you know, on on creatures because you know creatures they did record in uh, a certain way. Um, 
because that was kind of more of a tryout, Michael James Jackson on Killers, I would think. None of those songs sound like anything on Creatures. Really, no. nothing. Closer to um, looking up. Especially uh, production-wise, either, right? The, the drums. Nothing sounds like Creatures. Nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if they would have maybe mixed it and recorded like the rest of the songs on Creatures, it would have been come out a little heavier. I don't, I don't know. They may have replaced the acoustic with electric, you know, on that song, possibly too. I don't know. Yeah, I just like the idea of here's a band coming back to, you know, its metal roots. And instead of, you know, having such a short album of nine songs, you know, get rid of that one clunker, but also have It's My Life, Nowhere to Run, uh, Down on Your Knees, and Back on the Streets. You know, oh, yeah. it's yeah. a great Just, answer as well. You know, great answer. If you remember years ago, like that uh, that album flat circulated, which had the track listing on the back of it that had oh, back yeah. on the streets That's listed. Right. I, I, I don't know where that came from, but I find it really interesting that it was on there. But imagine in 1982, you're coming off The Elder, which was a pretty long album, I think, mm-hmm. you know, 11 songs, especially with the long outro. And now you come back with this slab and it's got all this metal. It, but it's also got those three, you know, you know I still love you, nowhere mm-hmm. to run, back on the streets. You know, it could be two sides of the same kind of reinvigorated band ending with "It's My Life." Uh, it would just have been. It was. It was already a, a great album oh, for sure. coming off the other end. It, it, it could have been even greater. Really, it could have been just uh, almost a perfect, you know, album. Uh, and I don't know, you know, still at that point, I don't think it would have saved their career, even though it was, yeah. it could have been that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Even if you put, even if you put It's My Life and you put Back on the Streets, make it and make make it 11 songs, would it really, I mean, and that would have made the, as much as we all love Creatures, that would have made Creatures that much more, that much more greater. But would it have sold anymore? Probably not. Well, who knows? Because Vinny managed to place back on the streets with three speed for Voyage of the Space Alien soundtrack. Now imagine if Kiss got that soundtrack spot. Uh, at least it would have been higher visibility because Kensley would be like, "What the hell movie is that?" You know, it, it's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> it, it's like it's like the it's like the Pirates movie from '81. You know, so. Uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Pia Zadora. Um, oh, that's her name, of course. Zadora. So, you know, a longer album, a couple of these songs, I don't think it would have made a difference whatsoever to Kiss's history. I mm. think they were just passe in 1982 and they had to go through what they went through to rebuild in order to get to the reunion. Yep. I agree. Yeah. But it's a that was a great topic on the board actually. So, um, Lonnie, how about you? I got one. It's kind of a ridiculous topic, but you know it is the Kiss FAQ message board. So, <laughs> <laughs> I question it. The the topic I went with is choose a Kiss song to have a box set. So, oh, yeah. one song, an entire box set of ones of one Kiss song. So I just got to thinking about that. And I, well, okay, well, there has to be, in order for that to even work, as crazy as that sounds, in order for that to work, there has to be, you know, 
just off the top, just off the top of my head, even just multiple, multiple, multiple different versions of this song to make it work. And what I came, the song I settled on is Black Diamond because they've played it live throughout their career. There's, so, you know, you could, you could have the demo of, of Black Diamond, you get the studio version of Black Diamond, you could find some old, old clubs, you know, some old stuff where they played Black Diamond in 73, 74. You know, you have like the Alive version of it. You could have with Eric Carr singing on it, with Eric Singer singing on it. You know, that cool outro they did in the 80s. And now have they brought that cool outro back in, in recent years, too. You know, I, I think Black Diamond would work for something like that. Would a, would a box set work with one song for a whole box set? Absolutely not. It's a ridiculous idea. But if if it were to happen, I think Black Diamond would be a, a good choice um, because there there are so many multiple. There's three different singers. Three different people have sung Black Diamond for crying out loud between Peter, mm-hmm. Eric Carr, and Eric Singer. Three there's three different vocalists for that song over the years. So if such a crazy idea could happen, I think that's the song that I would choose. What about you guys? Ken, um, <clears throat> you know. Uh, I posted on that, and but I joked. I was joking, and I put no, 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 um, mm-hmm. meaning no, no, no. They shouldn't make a box out <laughs> a box out of any song, a uh, box set out of just one song for Kiss. I, I couldn't pick a song really, but I did like you. I did think of Black Diamond because that's really kind of has gone down as my all-time favorite Kiss song. Um, so. I can I can see that, um, but man, having a box set on just one song is really tough. I don't, I, you know, I don't think have other. I guess there has been a, a couple other box sets like that from other artists, maybe. I think there has been. I think that's where the idea uh, came from. Yeah, and uh, but I don't think the, even the you know the Beatles, for instance, um, have had that. They've had box sets around, you know. Sergeant Peppers and stuff like that, which has alternate versions of this and that. Uh, but I can't see going to a full box set of just one song. I, I may listen to it once and then put it away, kind of thing. I'd rather have you know a box set of again a, a, a whole album um, or the, their whole career, a proper a proper box set of of everything. Um, one way or the other, though, yeah, definitely a whole album. I'd love them to do a, a box set of each album, each of their albums. Uh, I think that would be cool. So, yeah, I can't really pick some, but I agree with Black Diamond. Though. Yeah, I think uh, let's put the X. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I can't think of, I wouldn't be able to stomach any box on just one song and all the different versions. I think it's interesting. And who hasn't, well, I, I have done spreadsheets of all the different versions before when, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just going to leave that patheticness on paper and not wish it to be transformed into reality because that's just, um, it's an interesting topic of conversation well, in a pub after right. 17 absence. Well, you know, Julian, if if they did, let's put the X's like they could, you know, have a selling point of like a uh, little cut cut, you know, fabric pieces of Paul Stanley's thong uh, in there as <laughs> that picture that he wore. 
Uh, anyway. Well, the, wait, I'm wearing Paul Stanley thong color t-shirt today. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Show it uh, off a little bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on rapidly. Here we go. Kiss, the biggest head scratchers. This was a topic by Choose One. Um, for all we're told of Gina Paul's business acumen, um, I'm paraphrasing, um, and their money first attitude, they've made some really bad decisions along the way, mostly what? from a musical point of view that has left me shocked at what a bad decision it was at that time and still is. What are some of the biggest head scratchers that come to mind? And I, I think that person's second choice of Alive 3, the song selection, is mm. absolutely spot on. Um, really a humongous head-scratcher that the album was basically nothing more than a glorified greatest hits album live rather than a representation of material live following you know, the classic era um, to this day as well. I, I will never understand why they didn't just release something with Eric Carr as a live three, if they were going to do that, maybe one album, one CD, a live three with Eric, one CD, a live three with new Eric, old and new. So mm -hmm. just that, that would be one head scratcher. Um, Lonnie. I think, that, I think that's a great answer is that the live three is, is a, is a big head scratcher. Like you said, it is just a glorified great sets. You know, why, why you didn't follow either one, follow the formula you had with the live one or live two that we're not going to repeat any songs. You know, there's plenty of hits that they, or plenty of popular songs at least, that they had between a live two and by the time a live three came out. And they could have really showcased Eric Carr, you know, and maybe the last few songs were off of Revenge and you can, and you can showcase Eric Singer on that portion of it or just, just something. Um, I didn't think that is a head scratcher. You know, one thing that comes to mind for me, and this is really more long of a merchandising thing but when guitar hero was such a big craze yeah. mm -hmm. and they had beatles guitar hero and they had aerosmith guitar Hero, what kiss is what well, kiss was the perfect band for guitar hero i mean they, they had the gene simmons bass guitar for guitar hero yeah why you know you and remember aerosmith it was like in this big box and I, think, I think it was Aerosmith did like rock band and was in like this mm -hmm. big box. And I, you know, Kiss, you could have like the drums with the logo on it. You could have the Gene Simmons X bass. You could have an Ace Frehley type guitar. You could have a Paul Stanley type guitar. Kiss was the perfect band for Guitar Hero because it's so iconic and so image centric that that Guitar Hero or rock band or whatever would have worked perfect. And you could have gone, started in the clubs in New York City and work your way up through through different stages of, you know, the Alive stage, the Destroyer stage, Love Gun dynasty and you know and then you you work your way through the 80s until you get to the reunion and it's and it's just as big as you could possibly have it i think that and why that didn't happen you know we're not privy to that information you know gene and paul might have wanted more money than the video games were playing to give them which is more than likely the answer but as popular as that those games were and like 2009 2010 whatever it was i never understood why that didn't happen um because they were the perfect band for that um you know and as far as musical things too you know we, we you know, the guy mentioned psycho circus which is like the slam dunk answer as well as 
you know, why didn't you have, you know, why didn't you have Eddie Kramer produce it? Why didn't you have, you know, Mark's favorite producer produce it? So just, you know, why the product that came out was just didn't live up to the expectations. But to me, it's a rock band and it's, and it would really help them in that phase of their career in those years, just with popularity is like they were riding off of jeans, coattails of Gene Simmons family jewels at that point. Why not put, put that out there at that point? It would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Really good one with the rock band. You win. Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I agree with the rock band. Um, yeah. I was looking forward to hopefully them putting something out at the time. And yeah. When we saw the uh, maybe a song or, or two out there on on rock band or or guitar hero, um, and of course the 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 controller Gene Simmons axe yeah. bass. Um, they did have back in the I want to say it was the nineties, early nineties, something like that, uh, or it had to be mid nineties. Mid to late nineties, because I'm just thinking about the technology at the time. But they had a thing that was like Rock Band, and it was an Aerosmith game on a computer, and I had it, and it it came with a, a guitar pick thing connected. It was like a guitar pick, kind of a little oversized, and it had a wire on it, and <laughs> it plugged into the computer, and you would same kind of thing. You would try to uh, play with, you know. The music or whatever the the band uh, part of me i can't remember the whole thing i had it i remember that a little bit about it but i remember it was kind of you know fun to do but uh yeah i think they were the like the start of the whole thing but even before those other console games regarding that type of thing but anyway um so i agree with that and then the other thing about uh, julian you're live and when you said live three i thought yeah well came to my mind right away yeah they should animalize live and censor should have been a live three that was a big miss uh and you know what 84 um was it 84 85 um so that I was that was a huge miss they, they should have had a live three right then and there um it would have been a great a, a great thing to happen um with you know eric on the album eric carter is um so as for my own um yeah that was one of them like i said the live three that sparked my memory you know thoughts about that um you know um it's just been a lot of head scratchers but uh i just think of something some things like um the uh, you know these things that they've done like playing for the sharks um <laughs> as a three three-piece band in australia or whatever <laughs> paul was sick at the time or whatever um and stuff like that uh, where you're missing a member of the band uh why you know why even do that but that's just a, a weird kind of a sellout point to me is it makes it look like yes i'll do anything for the money kind of thing what they must, yeah, I know. they must have got a lot of money for that one. I don't know. They must have got a lot of money to, to just go and do that. Because that was kind of hokey because I remember looking at the back. They're on this boat. You thought I thought it was going to be on a big ship. But no, they're on this little 
less smaller than a you know like the SS Minnow on Gilligan's Island, and they're sitting on the back. You're standing on the back of this thing, and they're playing while it's going, moving. I think, or I don't know, it's moving, but uh, yeah. And then there's a the little smoke, <laughs> just a little bit of some steam steam like like fog, <laughs> or whatever you want. If was, anything was, was ever spinal tapish, the little puffs of smoke. That was so. That was spinal tapish. It's like. Is it, this is what they're doing. Like, what? So this is what? where we're at, huh? <laughs> they couldn't come up with anything more exciting. A bigger boat. We need a bigger boat. You know. Yeah, it's like the thing with the Spinal Tap. Yeah, Stonehenge. It's kind of equivalent to the boat size. You know, it's like, wait a minute. We asked for, you know, a, a, you know, three hundred foot boat, not a thirty. You know, whatever. But so that that was a, a thing, and they've done a you know they've done a few things like that in the past. <laughs> yeah, there's been plenty of head scratchers. I, I think one of the biggest ones that really still gets me to this day is the lack of a live worldwide full pro concert video and album release in between all those compilations that came yeah. out in 96 and um, Psycho Circus coming out in 98. I, 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 it's just... It's a shock. It's a shame. Well, I don't think we'll ever get it. That Someone it, should put something together like that. Then. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, some fan should put something together and kind of wants to do that. Yeah, and, uh, that'd be it, nice. It'd be nice yeah. to see that. I think the fans would appreciate that. Yeah. Actually, I'm just uh, sitting there looking at the board right now. The uh, Walmart Love Gun pre-order yes. was finally came out, and I just clicked on it, and it's out of stock. Already. It's sold out already. Already. Well, I got my copy. Yeah, I I did not get mine. So if I was about to uh, change my mind and get a vinyl pressing that pretty much matches Lonnie's wall, um, yeah, I missed my chance. But then again, the Ace Target Edition Origins 2 came back in stock as well. And I ordered a couple copies, um, which one I'll probably give away and one, you know. Well, you know, the. The Love Gun thing, uh, the splatter vinyl that, you know, obviously it sold out or whatever. The pre-order sold out in the day. Um, they they probably print more of that, I'm guessing, because they did the same thing, you know, with That's Destroyer true. Resurrected was, uh, you know, that had sold out from what I remember, too. And I thought everyone thought it was gone, and then all of a sudden it's back. So they obviously, you know printed it it doesn't say limited i don't think i think it says it's just it's just exclusive to walmart so who knows how many they're going to really uh press of those all right let's move on to another topic from the board without touring kiss is useless i was gonna i saw that i was gonna say without without kiss touring is useless (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what are your thoughts on that i mean this person really kind of took offense at uh no back catalog releases well we've just talked about a couple um and we'll be talking about some more shortly no record store day releases again i think we've gone through that there must be a reason why they're not able to do anything for that no online videos from band members well i seem to remember paul doing some sit down and play songs and tell stories uh, I I know that Eric's done some podcast appearances. I, I don't know if Tommy's done anything. I don't remember. Um, 
but there have been limited. I know Keith, even just to today, had a tour of the warehouse because uh, they were digging through Paul's guitars. So, you know, the painted guitars. And, and yeah, you've seen, you know, Paul and his new painted guitar designs. Um, Going through this continuing list of griping, uh, no outreach whatsoever. Uh, no rumblings of capitalizing on their free time and doing a final record. I think that ship has sailed. So uh, time just to get back to reality. Not even mm-hmm. a new song. Or not even an old new song or new old song. <laughs> no fun interviews. Well, Ace is doing lots mm-hmm. of fun interviews. Um, mm-hmm. No rumors on stuff to come. Well, uh, it's probably better not to... St- talk about stuff that might be coming out uh, in case it doesn't happen. Doesn't <laughs> ever come out. Yeah. Uh, don't tease people. Maybe do a, a pre-sale. Uh, no Kissology 4. Nothing. Uh, well, okay. I, I get it. That's kind of you know overdoing it a bit. That's a bit melodramatic. Because again, there is some stuff that has been done. But no, they're not doing like Metallica Mondays, which have stopped. I'm very mm-hmm. disappointed at that. That they mm-hmm. they must have run out of fan videos to to tell them to to show, and uh, are now having their minions fast at work making new ones from scraps. Um, yeah, no new music. I mean, Bon Jovi just released a new album for better or worse. That was kind of recorded. But is that the name of the album, or is, or is that the? Well, for better or worse, no, they, they call theirs 2020 20, is the name 20, of the album. 2020. Oh, okay. I'm going to say the name of the album should be called For Better or Worse. Please. Be careful what you wish for if you want new music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ken, what do you think? You know, without touring, is Kiss useless? And I, I guess you could take that statement <laughs> any way you want. Are they useless? Um, <laughs> I see his point. I mean, we're really getting nothing other than the, you know, the vinyl releases or if they do some kind of I think that's it. I mean, we're not going to, it's merchandise. It's uh, maybe some celebrations of the anniversaries of the albums uh, with, you know, t-shirts and other mugs and whatnot. But uh, there's really nothing else to be excited about. I mean, the last hope kind of excitement is always touring to go see them live and, you know, hear them that way. Uh, in you know in the environment and the, the full show and everything so uh, <laughs> anything else it's it's very it's very slow in the kiss world outside of these you know records and and, and that merch kind of stuff um, i i would hope they would do a song i mean you know yeah i i pre-ordered the and you know, i ordered the acdc album and you know i haven't heard anything but you know the one song I'm like, oh, you know, that that sparked my interest enough to, to buy it. And, you know, hope, I hope the rest is similar or close to that. Um, I have a feeling it might be. So why can't, you know, you know, I understand Paul can't say they can do tricks in the studio. They can do, th- you know, tricks and things. Um, and does he have to sing all the songs or half the songs? Maybe not have Gene sing a little more and the other guys sing, you know, Eric's a great singer, right? You know, have him sing two to three songs. Why not? But I don't think the problem is, I think Paul's ego, he wouldn't allow that. 
if I can't, it's like I, if I can't sing, I'm not gonna, you know, waste my time doing this album or whatever. Um, yeah, and they talk about the, you know, monetary thing. Well, it's not gonna sell. All these other bands are putting this music out. That you know, the, the, even smaller bands they put albums out. They're doing it for their pleasure and then maybe for for fans. Um, and they're not making a ton of money off of it. I I just don't get it. So that's something I think you know. And they, they like the guy, the person said who posted this thing. Well, just one song, even. How difficult is it to do one? song and and put it out yeah so gene vocal i agree <laughs> yeah I, I i would like something uh, but then again even with all the studio magic that they could probably pull off he still hears himself singing mm-hmm. so is is that you mean sing the way is before the be, before or, the before the filters hit to make it maybe work yeah. for release? He still hears, he still feels, he still knows. Um, and again, with stuff like Soul Station, he probably is singing that pretty natural because he's able to do so. So I, again, I don't know. I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm I don't know Paul Stanley. Um, I don't see him. Uh, it's just like a guess. No matter what trickery goes on behind the curtain to make it consumable, the artist still knows that. Well, hold that, hold it right there. I mean, if you're talking about that, you got to talk about the uh, live show. He's doing it there too. So, what's the difference between doing it there and doing it for an album? <laughs> I just, you know, I, I I have no response to that whatsoever, other than to try and change the subject. <laughs> speaking, speaking, of, well, I'm not going. Speaking of that, you know, in, in, in talking about is Kiss useless and with, without touring? Well, and we mentioned a little bit ago, why wasn't there a, a live album or a live concert release of the reunion tour? Well, we've been sitting around since since March. Put out an end of the road CD. Put out an end of the road DVD. Yeah, that could have worked in the last few months. You know, okay. Granted, we still want to one day, hopefully, eventually, possibly, go back out and complete this run. But in the meantime, here, here's a a souvenir from for you guys that that saw us on the first half or whatever of this tour. You know, here's a video of it. Here's a CD of it. Here's something to commemorate this end of the road tour. Why not put their, you know, they're recording it every night. Why not put something out like that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or, or at least post Andrews one last time. I mean, yeah, it's all ready to go guys, you know, and it's done really well. And it's what 800 million views. I mean, um, it, it's done. They could really put well. something together and sold a bunch of, uh, you know, DVDs or whatever. Yeah, for the ability so. to record stuff remotely these days, though. Um, one thing I did dig out of my collection the other day for the first time in quite a while was Eric Singer Project. I got the Japanese version mm-hmm. of that oh, yeah. that's got 14 songs in it. And, you know, especially with Ace having done two volumes of Origins and cover songs and stuff that go back to their histories, you know, I, I wouldn't mind Eric doing another volume with ESP, too. I mean, 
with Bruce as well. Uh, not necessarily with Krabby. Cool. And uh, who put, who else was on there? Was that Chuck? No, Chuck was on the live, I think. Chuck and, was on the live. And version. was it Carl on the original? Yeah, it was Carl Cochran on the original. Um, so, I, you know, I would like to hear some more of Eric's roots. And I, I would like yeah. to see him doing some of the things like Paul was doing, you know, talking about drumming, you know, just little five-minute video clips of him talking about a song approaching a recording or just talking about a band or a, a thing. That would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. K- Kiss, I understand Gene and Paul. Paul's obviously off in his own world. You see him posting pictures of his food, of his bike rides, uh, his political pontifications at times as well. He's just being himself and doing his thing now. And he looks very much uh, what he would be doing after Kiss. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the scary part that you're almost seeing the future in some ways. Gene's where is Gene? Gene, I, I just Canada. Canada is he? Is he in yeah. Canada? And is like the Wi-Fi like really, really bad up there? Um, be, yeah, ask be, Mark. I don't know. <laughs> we know from Mark that sometimes it is. Well, we saw that. Yeah, there's a thing you, you talked about, uh, Gene, uh, the video about Eddie Van Halen, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So he, he, he had some he comments was, about that. Yeah, he was able to get an internet connection and do that kind of stuff. And it, it you know, that's I can't think of too many other times over it. the past few months that we've seen, you know, much of Gene, which mm-hmm. is very, very worrying. That someone so bellicose and loud and brash, all of a sudden is kind of like, you know, quiet. Yeah, qu- quiet. Like, hopefully, yeah, you hope there's nothing wrong or anything. Wait, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't he have he had COVID, right? Uh, no, I don't think he. Got I him. remember he was sick back. When was he sick? Maybe it was before covid uh god when he was this sick covid's he, gone on so long now it's hard to remember i can't remember but he i, I remember uh shannon dropping pizza over like oh, i remember that rail yeah. down to him was that before COVID? that was, was yeah, before or before. was it maybe it was covid and maybe it was COVID. they didn't, didn't know what it was, was at the time it's like for okay. sure yeah it's possible i guess so is kiss useless without touring no kiss is eternal that's that's my answer to that question because there will always be something. I think let's look at what has been happening during this de- this enforced downtime. I think there have been missed opportunities, but I think they have kept churning out all these vinyl releases, Dressed to Kill, Unmasked, um, Double Platinum, Alive. The, one, the ones I missed. Um, yeah, so that that is cool. Another good thing that's just started circulating for people are those uh, what, MQA Japanese CDs. And someone pointed out on Facebook that the version of Take Me Away, yeah. Together as One, is different. I saw that. And what's, I, di- wait, 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 I, and, what's different? Um, it's got a longer ending section without the uh, the fade out or however it ends For on which the album. Again, take, take Me Away. Oh, take me together. And I can't stop the rain is apparently slightly different. So I, I'm now regretting ordering all four because I, I have, have to wait to until November for Mind a Ship. And if I'd known, I would have uh, gotten one because I always compare CDs um, to the album versions just in case something like well, that does come in. And apparently, someone mentioned it, these were originally present on the French Vogue pressing, which I'm like, well, bugger, I sold mine. Uh, so I, wasn't able I think to... I have that pressing. Uh, it's not. It wasn't. A, it's not in good shape. But I'll have to check it out now. Yeah. Cool. So 
So something interesting to look at. Um, talking about the kind of the vinyl pressings that have come out this year so far, now that you've seen them, now that you've seen other bands and what they're doing with some of their vinyl designs, and particularly Ace's Origins Volume 2, um, I, I really did gush over how this smoky Target edition looked, as it really looked like a galaxy. And I've seen some people's blue and white ones showing up now, which look you know, spectacular um, for their design. For future possible KISS anniversary or celebratory releases, what albums would you like to see? And, you know, today, what are some of the kind of ideas that you're starting to think about for some of these designs? Ken, let's just start with you. Mm. Well, they, <laughs> the unmasked one, it was, we, I think we talked about before, I should have been the Asylum. <laughs> that would have worked perfect for the Asylum uh, vinyl. But, um, yeah, some of the designs, you know, uh, let me think about one. Like, I mean, look it up to me. They haven't done anything with that one. Um, that one could be purple. No, I, I you could do purple uh, with with you know white or do some I kind say of, white with a yeah black yeah de definite definite white yeah with black spare, which is what they kind of did with the. The first Kiss album, and that didn't yeah. come out. Came out, you had one little black spot on it. <laughs> on it, on it. So, but, or you know, they do a splatter. I mean, it looks like they're getting better at doing it now. Um, the, the designs are a little bit better, or the record companies are able to. They've you know figured out a, a routine to put these pellets in a certain way and and make these biscuits to. So when they press it, it'll look the right way. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so that one, yeah, definitely, I, I I agree with Lonnie. They are white on Lick It Up. Maybe yeah, you could you could put in black. You could put a little bit of like you said that purple. <laughs> um, that's a possibility because of the the shirt on Vinny there. But uh, I don't know if Kiss would approve that. Um, uh, another one, uh, you know. I think about animalize, you know, go to the next album after that. Um, that's a tough one. If they can come somehow it's make something up. that looks like a, you know, or, you know, I want to say tiger, tiger stripes. Picture. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Tiger, tiger or zebra kind of thing. Um, if they could pull that off, that'd be kind of, you know, pretty cool. Or um, because of the lyrics of like heavens on fire. The fiery, fire, kind of, fiery vinyl, fiery kind of make it look like it's flames. Somehow. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. do do you remember the the video when he jumps through the flaming hoop? Yes. If you yes. could ha have like the flaming hoop in the vinyl, can I have Paul jumping yeah, through the flames? You almost have to do a picture and disc. On no yeah. one's, no one would get it. You know, other than you know, complete yeah, yeah. Uh, kiss nerds. The picture discs are kind of, eh, you know, they don't, they don't, they really don't sound good. I mean, that picture disc that they, you know, uh, the double platinum they, they did recently, um, that I can see, you know, they used the, you know, the most recent recording, but the sound of it is, it's not a quiet, you know, it's, it's just, it doesn't sound that great compared to a, your, your regular vinyl that's not a picture disc in it. So uh, it's kind of tough. Um, we, I know we've gone through these before. Um, 
hopefully you know the splatter designs are getting better so i'm thinking they're going to do a lot more of that kind of stuff yeah like but it's getting it's it's getting very old hat though so i yeah, want and, and i haven't really done much research on this and tried to find out can you do different shapes of um biscuits so you start off with your round one and yes. then can you yeah. like can you punch out a star shape and put that on top exactly. in a different color and there stuff like that there have been. I don't yeah, well, follow yeah, it close enough think to know. Of this, think of this. Just like the, remember the Look It Up uh, single? That was a shape. It was mm-hmm. kind of cut out. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but inside there was a 45. Right, but um, that, that, was, had, that was cut I, out. I have, had, I have had another one. Like, I, I want to say it was the police or something. Had had one too in the past. It was like shaped like a badge. Like a police badge. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's... I know I've seen the star. Yeah, they they can they can do that, but it's going to have to fit on the on the album, or you, you're going to have to have multiple copies. If it's a full album, you're going to have to maybe have two songs on the side kind of thing, or three songs max, because you don't want to go wider outside the the platter. You know, right. The, yeah, and I'm not talking one that's been trimmed because that is like with that 45 that you're talking about. That was actually oh, yeah. that's pressed on a big piece of you know vinyl and then trimmed around to meet the design. I'm talking about taking like say an orange biscuit and you put it. They're circular, and okay, you, you yeah. put it on top of the label, and then you take like a, a star shaped different color and put that one next, and then the next label, and then when you press it, just like you do with sprinkles on to get the different design because of the heat and the pressure that I, I just don't know, you know, yeah, is that, is I that even possible? It's a little different. I'll show you this, uh, one, but you go continue while I find something. All right. So my, my thought is creatures of the night. You need to have colors that complement the back cover and the, the white and the cobalt blue. And again, it's probably because Ace's blue one just, you know, started arriving and people are showing off their pictures of that, that I think that kind of design, we look really good as creatures. Even better if you can get some little like white sprinkles in there as the lightning, you know, very thin. That that would be kind of the cool one. The other one is the elder, which is never going to get done. But you know, again, um, the colors of the album cover kind of dictate to me some of the stuff I'd like to see. And you know, I would just like to see kind of that pressed as a wood grain. You know, brown vinyl, put some black on it somehow, so that when it presses out, it looks like a piece of wood. Um, which probably is excuse to never play it. So, Lonnie, did you pick? I I could I I like the the idea of, of a look it up like an all a white look it up with a black splatter on it. Um, and of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't say something about having a revenge album, which I think is almost as likely as as an older um, release, but like a like a a marble. With a with a red splatter on Revenge, I think would be would be perfect um, for that album. But I mean, will that ever happen? I really don't know. They've really they've really shied away from the non makeup albums to begin with. I mean, they they did a Hot in the Shade last year, but that's unless I'm mistaken, that that's it for the non makeup albums. And I think that's really a shame that they've ignored. I once again ignored that history um, of the band, but I I don't have my hopes up for it. I would I would love to have it, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, they did Dynasty. Didn't they do Dynasty? 
Dynasty, they have makeup on. What are you talking about? No, I mean for colored vinyl. Didn't they do they that? They did green? Dynasty for colored green. I, yeah, and I missed that. But they did. But as far as non-makeup album goes, they did Hot in the Shade, and that's it. Talk about an insult to Peter Chris. Green vinyl for Dynasty. Really? Yeah. Way to rub it in. All right, Kevin, what do you have? Well, this is, I mean, I have another one similar to this, but it's like split into three. But this was a a Steve Miller band, Fly Like an Eagle. Nice. Okay. It came out last year, maybe, year before. Um, So this one is cut. It's, you know, the colors kind of, you see what black, a lot of black, and there's yellow, mm. whatever. Um, so there, there's a. That's cool. Black and yellow kind That's of. wild. Have you yeah, played that? Yeah, now I have another one. It's a Paul McCartney, and I'm thinking, it, I think it's, oh no, yeah, it's a Paul McCartney, and it's instead of like two, it's broken out into thirds. So there's. The three colors of the um, Venus and Mars. There's oh, these really? Colors. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I can pull cool. that out. But, oh, uh, that's that's very cool. Yeah, that. So they can do things. Um, I don't know how they do it, but like that, I guess they have to have the biscuits, like, two halves put together and pressed. I, I want I to see a video of some of those cool designs being pressed in a plant. I love seeing manufacturing videos of oh, them being too. pressed and trimmed mm-hmm. and the printing stuff. I find it really fascinating, just really fun to watch. Ace had some for his uh, production run. Kiss had production runs of the unmasked one, uh, the the printing of the poster. You know, Actually, it was the printing shop uh, that had, had the poster. Solo albums in the way back. Yeah. In the yeah. 70s, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that old video. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, I, I, that I love that stuff. Cool. So any anyone in the industry, you know, you know, uh, I know there are probably better podcasts for you to put your video of pressing plant stuff on, where it's more appropriate for a conversation. But I think fans would love to see that sort of stuff. Have like a little tour inside. You know, here we are. It doesn't have to be Kiss stuff necessarily. Here's mm-hmm. a colored vinyl for this release being, you know, pressed. Here's how it's done. Uh, would just yeah. be really cool and you know some of the techniques and some of the things that can be done and what are some of the limitations you know what are you know when we talk about pipe dreams what is reasonable to kind of be possible depending on price point i mean can you put uh, colored sparkles in you know so you get like that that metallic glitter mm-hmm. you know is that doable you know what what is feasible and i would think that is not because i can just imagine a needle hitting it and snapping it you know <laughs> you know yeah. uh, uh, oh but you know, again, what what is what is technically possible without us having to go on Google and try and figure it out for ourselves? I would love to watch that. All right, that's pretty much an hour. So, I unless you guys have any additional topics that you would like to add in, I'm thinking that's a nice surprise Friday episode in in lieu of all the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast episodes that we put out this week. Do check it out. Subscribe. Retweet those, please. Mark did a fantastic one, a review of Nick Mason's Saucer Full of Secrets, which focuses um, on pre-Dark Side of the Moon Pink Floyd material. And, of course, Mm. Nick Mason was a member of the band, in case you don't know that. Um, Who was it? Andy, myself, and Bill Elon. We did Wasp. We did Wasp and we did KFD, their dark industrial 1997 album, uh, whose title I'm still uncomfortable saying. Um, 
And then last night, of course, I guess today, we did the Van Halen recap for the David Lee Roth original era. So mm. a lot of stuff from us to watch this week. We hope that you've uh, got the time to watch some of it. Don't forget to check out uh, what's a good podcast that I've watched this week. Decibel Geek. There's a new Kiss book coming out, The Philosophy of Kiss. I don't have the exact title in front of me. I have just ordered the book, but it was an interview with the authors of that. It was very entertaining. So check out the latest Decibel Geek one, and hopefully next week we can give a shout-out to another show for a cool episode that they've put out that's worth listening to. All right, that's it for this week. So for now, from Ken, from Lonnie, and myself, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.